Boy, was this film a toughie. What's even worse is the fact that conversion therapy is still legal in 39 states. We tackle through the lies, truths, and plenty of tears in Boy Erased. I'm Tuesday, she's Kaylee, and this is Whiskey and Popcorn. This follows the story of Jared Emmons. He's the son of a Baptist preacher who is forced to participate in a church-supported gay conversion program after being forcibly outed by his parents. The story starts off with him finishing up high school, and we could just see him starting to come to terms with the fact that he doesn't have romantic sexual feelings towards his girlfriend, that he is having feelings towards men. And this progresses through his college experience, his early college days. And he's resisting at first. You can see this tug of war because he comes from a very strict Christian background. And in his mind, what he's doing is is wrong because this is what he's been taught. And in fact, his first, if you will, experience was horrible. And we will not spoil exactly what happens. But from that experience... He ends up getting outed by his parents uh, due to a phone call about the experience. You want me to stop with the games? I'll stop with them. I broke up with Chloe. Because... We broke up because I think it's true. About me. God help me. I think about men. I don't know why. so sorry. He gets sent to the conversion therapy and we get to see the process of what he and all these other young men and a few young women go through to, if you will, beat the gay out of them. This is just a mind-blowing story in of itself and it's based off of a, a memoir as well. And just to know that these experiences are still happening in this day and age is terrifying. The movie is beautifully done. Let's categorize this as a movie to add to what I call the Lucas Hedges story genre, (laughs) which follows his performances in mid-90s, Ben is Back, Manchester by the Sea, Lady Bird, and lastly, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's very personal, It does show what a typical conversion center would be like. It lays all the horrible out, but it does also keep you hopeful at times, which I appreciated. I would guess I would call this the opposite of a coming-of-age story where the protagonist finds their true self. We'll call this a regression story. I would have to say Lucas Hedges, his performance here is just brilliant. It's, it's a complicated character to play because, again, he starts off resisting who he is on the inside, wanting to not have anything to do with the gay feelings that he has, and yet slowly starting to explore it. But those feelings get stomped upon so hard at the very beginning and only get beaten out even worse through the conversion therapy. But a big shout out to also Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, who play 
uh, his parents, Nancy Emmons and Marshall Emmons. They're in the deep south for this story, uh, where you know arguably the majority of conversion therapy programs are, and where these prejudices are still deeply rooted. And these are not characters, if I can use this term here, that are easy to play. If I was in this role, it, I'd feel very uncomfortable playing Nicole Kidsman's part, being a mother who's very subservient to her husband, goes with whatever he, uh, he says, and would let my child be sent off to who knows what, because a big part of the conversion therapy is that the parents don't actually know what's going on to the children. They don't know that they're being verbally abused, that they're being physically abused. And it was just really good performances because I was getting a big reaction out of like, how can you do this? Allow your kids to go through this. But what was nice was they didn't make us hate them. Mm. And I think that was a very big deal for the real Jared in real life that the memoir is based off of because he didn't hate them. He, they were doing what they thought was best. And that was something I really enjoyed seeing was they weren't the enemy. And that's really hard to play characters who are very much in the wrong. But at the end of the day, we try to sympathize with them. Now, despite their incredibly long relationship, Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe have actually never acted until Boy Erased huh. in the same film. I didn't know that. I know, and that makes me so sad because they play so well off of each other, and it was absolutely amazing to watch them together. Mm -hmm. This is one of those films, again, where it's the acting that holds it all the way through. Completely. But also the the way this story was laid out, the pacing of this film is very good because we didn't necessarily stay stuck and just ruminate in one area. We didn't stay stuck with Jared's early experiences. We weren't too stuck in the conversion therapy. And there was an interesting way of how we were going back and forth in time because as the conversion therapy was unfolding, we would have more or less flashbacks to Jared's memories on what his sin was. So the first horrible experience at the beginning of the film and then like his second a little bit more agreeable experience, I guess you could say, and then moving on from there. We see him blossom as himself as the story progresses. So as the conversion therapy gets more and more severe, he continues to blossom alongside that in the flashbacks of this story. And I also really liked how, as we get towards the end, how his parents come around, which is huge. Like you said, we don't hate his parents, even though I might be shaking my hands at them, like, how could you do this? Like they realize later how awful it was. In the father's case, he may disagree, but he still loves his son and wants every relationship with his son. And that's beautiful. Right. Well, this story is very much a preaching to the choir for me. And I do have to take a step back and understand that this is more uncharted territory for others. I do wish that the movie delved in more to what conversion therapy is really like. Now, understand this is a silver lining because we are supposedly only in the camp with Jared for about two weeks. So when they talk about, you know, the housing units that they kind of vaguely discuss as a more extended stay, you know, where these things could have happened, they very much could have jumped into how horrible it really can get. They showed some difficult things that probably do occur, and I'm not by any ways going to diminish Jared's true story of what happened with him, but 
being fully aware that it gets much, much worse. You know, Utah did electric shock therapy. My friend who ended up in a camp or center, if you prefer, you know, they had bars on their windows. They had to wear paper shoes because it would be harder for them to run away. The stuff genuinely messed up people, and I don't think they dived in as much as I would have wanted them to. I'm wondering, again, having not read Jared's story that this is based off of, but I'm wondering if there was some talk or thought to somewhat shield audiences who may not know a gay person or be fully aware of what this is all about. Because I think for people who are not in the know, this would be hugely shocking. Right. So to possibly ease audiences into that this does exist. I don't know that this has been shown in mainstream film up until this point. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I don't even know if they've done any like well-done documentaries about the insides of these camps and the psychological destruction that occurs years after. And that is where I have to take my opinion with a grain of salt. You know, ultimately, this film needs to show some of the more important, broad perspectives and the idea that this is still going on. This this isn't a fictional story. This is a true story based on a memoir. 77,000 people are currently in conversion therapy in the U.S. right now. They are being told that they have to choose their sexuality or God's love, but they can't have both. And you think parents don't kick their kids out anymore, but they do. I know. I buy bus tickets so they have a safe place to be because they no longer have a home. So while this is a very in-my-face situation all the time, if people walk away with the overarching concepts of how horrendous this is and how it needs to change, I think that's the ultimate goal of the film. Mm -hmm, For sure. And that all being said, I feel like this is a very powerful movie. It's going to be a difficult watch, perhaps not as difficult as some other films that are coming out this season, but uh, this is going to be up there for best performances, best supporting cast. Hands down, yeah. Um, And I will say, you know, while it's definitely not an upper, it's a fantastically put together film. And I would recommend that you go see it. Yeah, this this needs to be in your line of movies to see, even if you just want to see why they're up for awards. Well, that's it for this review. I'm Kayleen She's Tuesday, and this is Whiskey and Popcorn. And did you know you can subscribe to us? All day long on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Don't forget to also like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We post more than just movie reviews, so you're missing out if you're not following us. See you at the movies. Movies.